Welcome to Season 2 with Dr. Annette West. This show is coming to you from a holistic and faith-based view, sharing varied topics, occasional interviews, and discussions. The purpose of this show is to help us to build up our mind, our body, and our spirit. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Sax Love for allowing this show use of his jazz instrumental, Funk Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Dr. Annette West is here. I want to speak today from the topic of the vision for our work, the vision for our work. And the word vision means the ability to see things that are visible, that are before you, but it's also meant at times to see other things. The vision is the art of seeing things that are also invisible. And so vision is the unusual competence that we have in the ability to discern or perceive intelligent foresight about doing something in our life. Without our imagination to visualize worthy goals and the foresight, the ability to see how these things can be realized, very little of importance will be achieved in our lives. When we are about the Lord's work, we desperately need an elevated vision of what it's all about. We have to learn how to gain greater goals, which helps us to determine what can be done. And then we need greater objectives so we will know how we can get it done. So we need to know what can be done and how to get it done. Jesus was a visionary and he was always about doing good, helping people, seeking ways to assist others. He had the greatest vision. We need to become dreamers. We need to have big dreams. We need to have grand dreams. We need to have dreams that, you know, that align with our father being the king of kings and being the Lord of lords. We need to have vast expansion in our dreams. And what helps us to elevate and enlarge our vision is doing it in the Lord. We need to have an adequate vision. 
So think about this. And you probably heard people say it. And maybe you've even been guilty of saying it. What are you going to do? I'm going to make a lot of money. Okay. Making a lot of money. That's a very general and vague statement. So when you say, I want to make money. First of all, those are just words. And you may be limited in your understanding, in your imagination, how to even make it possible. Then also, when you say it, it's so vague. I'm going to make as much money as possible. Well, what does that mean? What is possible? What if $5 is all you can make? That's the possibility before you. You're going to leave it right there? Or are you willing to expand your thinking? And then write it and make it plain. I think about myself. So I have a vision. I've always had a vision as a young child that I was going to be a teacher. I was inspired to be a teacher when I was in the sixth grade. <clears throat> sixth grade I went to Barron Elementary School in Hampton Virginia my teacher's name was Miss Moore what was exciting about Miss Moore it wasn't in how she taught her anything she was the first black teacher that I had ever had and I was in the sixth grade I was inspired because she was black and so she was black and she was a teacher. And I was thinking, well, I'm black. Well, I'm going to be a teacher. Because I, that was the first possibility that I actually saw of a black person being a professional. Now, I knew I would be a teacher, but I didn't know anything else. It was a quick thought. And then I did what? I moved on with my life. So we can think too small concerning what can be done. If I had thought about being a teacher and never did anything to apply myself, then it would have only been a thought in my mind. So I had to move beyond my general thinking. I had to move beyond general thoughts to something with substance to it. You know what I mean. You got to do more than just think it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Perhaps we keep our vision small. Because it's, it, it, it's a safety zone for us. Because it requires risk taking. You may fail when you first start. When I first started teaching, I thought I was going to be a cosmetology instructor. And that's after I finished my cosmetology degree, I started taking, you know, um, I went to the, to the school so that I could then, you know, instruct other people how to do hair and stuff. But that wasn't, that wasn't my gift. That wasn't my gift. That's not where I was supposed to be. So I did finish it, but I never really worked in it. So I had to get my vision to the right place and to the right size. So let's talk about the size of the vision. 
when I contemplate the Lord's work, I have to have I have to have a broad perspective because my God is is broad. I can't limit my horizon. I can't stop at just what I see before me. I can't have minimal expectations if I want to do great things. Well, maybe you're one of those people that are hindered by your past experience experiences about things that have happened to you in life. Well, you know, if I allowed everything that happened to me as a child keep me from going forward, I would definitely probably be, uh, I don't know, hanging out on the corner somewhere. But I knew that I wanted something more than what I was birthed into and grew up in, but I had to learn how to get to it. So a person who only knows maybe living in a home and being abused, they grow up with a mindset. They grow up with a limited mindset, limited notion of the real possibilities that the world offers them. You know, people who decide I'm, I'm going to go on a diet and they get on a diet. But they keep saying every day, oh, this is so hard. I don't know how I'm going to make it. So they're processing through it with a defeatist mentality and then they just give up. They never fulfill their mission. They're never fulfilled. They never step into the next level that, that God has for them. We have to take opportunities. We have to seek opportunities. In the business world, we have a we have what we call a SWOT analysis. And the SWOT analysis looks at the and it's SWOT and it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So if we look at our vision too small, too narrow then we won't take the time to look at what am I strong at? What am I good at? But then also what our weaknesses are. Because see, where you're strong, you can you can apply more things and make it, make it better. Make it, strengthen it more. Where you're weak, you can find out what your deficiencies are and you can find the right tools and the right ways and ask the Lord to help you to move from those things. <coughs> Excuse me, you look for your opportunities what is out here in this world that fits what I want to do? But then also, there are some threats out there. The enemy is a threat. People and the way they handle things can be threats. But we don't allow those things to keep us from going forward in the best that we believe that we can, that we can be and that we can do. We have to learn how to look for opportunities. Ask the Lord. Lord, open the doors. The Lord is great. And the Lord can open any and every door that he so chooses. We need to begin to set our seeds, to set our goals. Look at our goals as we are sowing seeds. And what are the results of the seeds that we sow? I, I have a garden. So when I plant a cucumber seed, I expect to get a cucumber and many cucumbers. If I plant tomato seeds, what do I expect? I expect tomatoes. I have an expectation of what I plant in the ground. So we have to learn to allow ourselves to dream the impossible, 
make it a possibility by applying ourselves to the things that is needed for us to grow and develop and go forward. So another thing we have to think about, so what do I need for this vision to go forward? Most people lack faith. Faith leads you towards your greatness. You have to trust in God that he will lead and direct your path. But you also have to trust in you that you're going to follow the path. That you're going to follow the instructions that the Lord lays before you. In the Bible, it talks about Peter. Peter was a disciple of Jesus. Jesus was on the water. Jesus was out on the water. And Peter asked the Lord to allow him to come out on the water. And Jesus said, yo, bro, come on, put your feet out here and come on and walk over here where I am. So Peter had enough faith to step out on the water. But then his faith faltered. His faith fizzled. And then he started sinking. That's what happens to us. We start out with, we start out on a mission. We start out with faith. We start out with excitement. We start out with exuberance. We have this zeal for it. And then because it looks, it looks, it looks tough. It looks like it might take a little extra effort and focus. We give up. But we have to believe that as we step out, there are people who are willing to help us. But we've got to have already determined who these people are in my corner for this particular move I'm going to make so that I can tap into them. We have to have faith that is appropriate to start the process. Yes, faith. Faith to thought to start the process. <clears throat> I don't know about in your life, but God has proven to me over and over and over again that he has the ability to bring greatness out of me. That the results can be so promising in situations where I didn't think it was going to be. I have to believe that Jesus, that as I walk with the Lord, whatever I do is going to be multiplied. If I think about <clears throat> the loaves and the fish that the little boy had, he didn't have much. He didn't have much, but what he had, he put it forward. And when the Lord touched it, when the Lord touched it, it multiplied. It multiplied in such a way that it fed masses. Don't you want what you want to do to reach the masses? I'm working on some projects right now. It's tough. It's tough putting in the work. I'm not going to tell a lie and say it isn't. But I enjoy what I do. I believe in due season it's going to it's going to move the way that I want it. But while it's moving slow, I've got to stay in the process. I can't give up. I can't falter. I can't fizzle. I can't step back. I can't sit down. I've got to keep with the process. 
And so what we really need to do <clears throat> to help us in this effort is we need to learn how, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we need to learn how to eliminate any and all distractions. Anything that keeps us from feeling that we can't do it. Anything that makes us in any moment feel that we are unworthy. Might even be some people in your life. We have to learn how to lay aside Hebrews 12 and 1 says. We have to learn how to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares it. What's the weight? The weight is anything that we allow to hold us back. To press us down. And what is the sin? The sin the sin can be the actions of other people. The sin can be our disobedience from moving forward. The sin will ensnare us. We don't want the sin to ensnare us. But we do want to lay down everything that would try to hinder us from being our best. We will acquire a greater vision if we develop a greater sense of our personal involvement in the spiritual welfare and destiny of ourselves, our family, and others. Yeah, we're doing this thing, but we can't just make it about us. If we're doing, when we say I'm doing it to build up the kingdom, how am I building up the kingdom? So for instance, let me give you an example. I wrote this book just a little bit about a month ago. Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit. So i wrote this book to help other people how will I use this book to build up the kingdom this book is going to get in the hands of many people the book and the journal the book is gonna help people to see what the mind entails what the body entails what the spirit entails and then how can I Apply this to my life so that I can walk better and stronger in my mind, in my body, and in my spirit. So I see the vision. And I can guide someone through all three of those areas. So that they will become stronger and balanced. They will be become aligned in the way the Lord designed them. That you don't just take care of your spiritual even though that's important. But your mind needs to be functioning at full capacity. And your body needs to be as strong. And your body gets strong by what you put in your body. And the exercises that you do. So I'm encouraging and I'm empowering. And I'm inspiring other people. As I was inspired to go forward. <clears throat> so therefore I will be have personal involvement in the destiny of other people. Which is discipling, which is what we're supposed to be doing. <clears throat> so I am going to be, I am unified in my mind, my body, and my spirit. And I'm going to inspire others so that we can all be greater in our lives. And we can be greater as we go forward in kingdom building. So I want to say like Nehemiah did in Nehemiah 2 and 18. Let us rise and build. Let us get up. Let us rise. Let us build. We can't create anything if we don't get up and we don't move. We've got to get up. We've got to get ourselves. We got to put some action to it. We got to get some momentum flowing.
John, John 4 and 35 says, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. We need to just simply open our eyes and the vision is before us. See it. See the greatness that God has already created for you. See the vastness of what the Lord already has prepared for you to walk in. And I'm telling you, you need the vision. <clears throat> no, no dream, no vision has ever been achieved by someone who didn't step out of their flesh. You got to step out of your flesh. You got to step out in faith to make your dream a reality, to make your vision seen in the world. So we need to ask the Lord, by what means do I need to put forward to get these results? What are my specific measurable actions that will move me from where I am to where I want to be? How much time, how much effort, and how much money is it going to take? We need to be able to see our vision as us moving forward but we're doing the Lord's work in the process. God has something greater for you, but you have to be willing to stop, to see it, and to be willing to apply yourself to it. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to this podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite platform, please do so today. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join my mailing list at Dr. Annette West Ministries at gmail.com. Also, purchase a copy of my newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on Amazon or at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org webpage. Keep tuning in every week. I guarantee you will be blessed.